I'm Robert Conti, Chief of the Metropolitan Police Department, and I need your help. Dangerous driving on DC streets has risen dramatically, resulting in tragic fatalities. Together, we can reverse this trend. So join me in our commitment to adopt safe driving behaviors in the district. Never speed, drive impaired, or drive distracted. Too much is at stake to be careless behind the wheel, and our officers are committed to a safer community. And you should too. Please help us by ending all dangerous driving behaviors. Virtual learning tomorrow, which makes me really un un kind of unhappy about life. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like ready? a plan, bro. All right. Adventures in, Adventures huh? in Dadland. Hold on. I was trying to get a clean start for you for editing. Dude, shut up. See, I don't wait, want to wait, talk. Wait, 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 wait. Adventures. Adventures in Dadland, episode 420. Bro. Oh, I see what you did there. Know. Dude, it loses its luster when you're old. Am I wrong? Am I just washed up? It just 420 doesn't I mean, seem to have the same luster. Don't say that you're washed up, dude. You're not washed up. Maybe you're just not going on the quad and you know running from cops. And also, I think not working for KBPI really takes down the 420. You know, like I didn't post any 420 memes today or run around. Like I'm just oh, working from home. You know, yeah, dude. Oh, that's dude. You are not wrong. That that is a game changer when you're not like living that lifestyle, but you're selling it because the sales cycle is ahead of time, right? If we had sold something for this, we would have sold it like two months ago. I would have been living 420, you know, in, in February. Incidentally, yeah. there's zero <laughs> chance I would be able to sell anything 420 related at my job. Like no chance. Um, mm. Hey, yeah, so it's 420. So, but you guys won't hear this until later. So I hope you had a good 420 when you hear this in in rewind <laughs> this weekend when you hear it. I hope you had a good good 420. Um, dude, big news for the podcast. This is now a 100% vaccinated podcast. Oh, I thought you were going a different route. <laughs> Where did you think I was going with this? This is episode 50, bro. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, dude. Well, dude, you should have brought that up. I would have made all those stupid 420 Four jokes. 420 is important for a lot of people. No, not as important as episode 50. It's a milestone. <laughs> so, Jesus, man. So for our, our 42050 episode, we're both vaccinated. Two doses. I'm dude, I am reeling from my second one. I just got it yesterday. How are you feeling? How do I look? You look awful. You look like somebody hits you with a car. I mean, I mean that in the nicest possible way, but you look, feel like it, you had better days. Not, I thought I was all like living the life, you know, I got, I got it yesterday. And I was like, oh, I feel great. I don't feel sick. You know, my arm doesn't even really hurt. You know, I was doing push-ups to kind of keep everything flowing and whatever. Bro, I woke up like that that spongebob cartoon where he's all crusty and hung over yeah, from dude. like the, yeah. the ice cream social place or whatever yeah he's that dude. weird gray color yeah. <laughs> dude that's exactly how i felt this morning how do you feel yeah. right now did it come through yeah yeah no i'm feeling good now like i probably look a lot worse than i feel but you know little shave makeup toner you'll be sun, all right man sand i'll be hey, fine Go get some sun, dude. You know, after I got my second one, like I woke up, I felt okay. And then like halfway through the day, I was like, man, I need a nap real bad. <laughs> and then I took a nap, but it was okay. dude. I think it was pretty good after that. So, well, I'm glad, man. And we are, uh, so they say it takes two weeks to get full efficacy. Although I think at this point, we're still like 97% 
protected right now. Yeah. You know? And then, and then, you know, we'd still wear our masks when we go out. So probably be fine. We'll be doing that exploder in your face, sneezy gif that you keep sending me. It's where it's back to. <laughs> it's just weird, like infographic that came from like some science place about how, like when you're just talking to somebody, the particles that come out of your mouth. Oh, that's from talking. Oh my God. Know. It looks like they're sneezing on each other. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post I like that on, too. on Instagram because it can work either way, dude. Yeah, if absolutely. you look at it, I know I've tweeted it out. I'll tweet it out again, but like, it's two like gray people, like spraying blue and red particles on each other, bro. And it looks nasty. Not if you're vaccinated, it looks cool. <laughs> Not as cool as that water fountain I texted you the other day. You know what? <laughs> I thought you're weird. We went from a Sea of Thieves podcast to a water fountain podcast, incidentally. Um, hey, it was cool. Also, we had this text thread going this week. You can actually buy your own, like, real deal water fountain and install it in your house. It's just a water fountain, like a water bottle filler water fountain. Dog with a dog dish at the bottom. I know. I know. They're expensive. You even have a dog? No. My cat would drink <laughs> out of it, maybe. That would <laughs> that's be funny. I'm not have a cat go out there like <laughs> and just drink some water. Just drink some um, water. The whole thing started because I found on the internet, I was looking for a picture of a water fountain to mock gerbil. That's how this started. I was in my car and he loves water fountains, and I was trying to find a picture of a water fountain so I could be like, you're almost there, or whatever. And then I saw this thing. It looks like you could hook it to your hose spigot outside. Oh. Yeah. And it's got like a pole and it becomes like a drinking fountain. And I was like, dope. And then I got thinking, I wonder if you could build an actual drinking fountain in your backyard. And the answer is yes. It's thousands of dollars. And that's not <laughs> multi-thousands. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. And it's not including like the weird, the plumbing that you're probably going to have to get done. I, I mean, I don't think I could do that. Would so, you do it though? Like the more I think about it after you sent me the picture of that thing, I actually I actually started thinking like how cool would it be to have one? It would be awesome to have a water fountain like on your back porch or back yeah. deck, whatever you have. It's kind of a luxury, I think. My hose is right there. I let my kids drink out of the hose. Do you <laughs> drink out of those? Yeah, kids absolutely. Drink out of those? Okay, yeah, me too. dude. Oh, I some of the best water comes from your hose. And dude, uh I mean, this is more of when I was in Texas and it was really warm all the time. But mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't even care if it was just like my house or my neighbor's house or some random person. I just run up and start drinking out of their water hose thing. That'd be weird if I saw some kid run up and drink out of a water. If I saw some <laughs> stranger kid drinking from my hose. Um, I, you know what I liked in the summer where you would mm. turn it on and like the water initially would be hot and you're like, damn. And you let it run for a second. And like the coldest, like glacier cold water would come out of the hose. And you're like, yeah, dog. Yeah. I actually, and this is adulting versus kidding. Cause we're talking about how much we like drinking from hoses. And I enjoyed it as a kid and I don't mind my kids drinking it, but my kids have a strict no hose policy. Your kids because, do? Yeah, dude. Yeah. They just have caused too many problems with the water outside. They <laughs> did this thing once. Well, no, the, the thing that pushed it over the edge, is it was like 40 degrees outside. My son was like spraying himself and my daughter down. And I was like, bro. And he's like, it's hot. And I was like, no, it's not going to happen. But what they do, which is incredibly dangerous, is they, I we may have touch, touched on this because they really love doing this last spring. They will hook a sprinkler up 
and then put it underneath the trampoline and then turn it up on high and have like a water trampoline feature. See, I could see that being dangerous because you don't have the netting. Mm, it's dangerous because the water that pools on the trampoline makes it like an ice, a bouncy ice rink. Yeah, dude, you're, it's so slick. Oh my gosh. My kids so were out super... bouncing. Like this is how my kids are Colorado status is they were out bouncing on the snow trampoline. Yeah. <clears throat> but we had this weird like, did you guys get that weird rainy ice layer like on the on oh. anything? No, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah I know yesterday, yesterday it was like raining, but it was just like that spitting rain. And so it just made a layer of ice on everything. And they were out jumping on it. And man, they were just slipping and sliding. And I thought they were going to fly right out of the, the yeah, trampoline. The, da- the the wet trampoline is dangerous, but it's really fun to watch. Like they put the water under it. It's like they're running through the sprinkler, except they're jumping in the air. It's mm. it's pretty. But I have to be really careful with that, dude, because it's it's slick. Like anyway, they're not allowed to do. Oh, dude, they this is what we we're going to talk about. Incidentally, you and I are trying to figure out what we we're going to talk about. So I was speaking of hose and things you shouldn't do. My wife comes in the other day and she said, hey, there's a hole in the backyard. I said, what? <laughs> a little hole? Because my daughter likes playing with mud. She makes mud sculptures, which I'm not anti, you know, like it's fun. I even made her. In fact, I'm going to make her look worse because of the effort I put into this. I had some spare lumber in my garage and I got the power tools out and I had her help me. She had little glasses on and stuff. We used like the saw and like drilled stuff. And I made her a little mud table. You could sit down and like oh, make little awesome. mud sculptures on dude. It has like a little shelf. It's great. That sounds awesome, dude. You made it yourself. Hell yeah, I made it myself because I'm freaking handy with something. Yeah, dude, you're a carpenter. No, it's not true. Don't go that far. But so I go out (laughs) there and I'm like, what are you doing? And they both jump up and run. And I'm like, well, you're you're in the backyard. So like you can't run far. (laughs) Bro, they dug a hole. It was probably man. It was big. I would say maybe a little less than a manhole size round oh wow and like a foot and a half deep no way where did they move where did they move that dirt into these giant planter things we have in the back well i was i do i flipped my i was like you have to fill that back in and they were like but we're doing something and i was like what are you doing and then they both got all sheepish and I, I was trying to figure it out. I was like, are you making mud? Like, there's like a garden bed by where they do it that ha- doesn't have any plants in it. And I was like, just pull mud from there. Like, why are you digging? They like dug up the grass and went down below. Well, it turns out I looked on the other side of the fence, the ki- neighbor's kids, they also have dug a hole about lined up with the hole. Huh. These stupid kids are trying to dig a tunnel underneath <laughs> the fence between the two backyards. I was bro. wondering, what, okay, I didn't put two and two together. I was like, man, it's like some weird occult stuff going on right now, so, bro. <laughs> you know, one part of me was kind of stoked because if I was seven or 11, I would dig a hole to my friend's yard. That seems incredible, dude. Like, I'm not mad at it, really. But also, like, they dug up my yard like a huge thing. Like, they can't. I The adult of me cannot allow, allow that to happen. I was like, it's too not. far. Did, now, my real question here. Did they call 811 dig? No, I mean, thank God there's no power lines <laughs> in the backyard. I don't think it's that deep. I don't think I have a power lines in the back. Um, Doesn't need to be. That's the problem. Well, Dude, they, uh, did, they didn't. How deep are power lines in the back? My power lines are hanging above the thing, so it's not power. I don't have power in my backyard. 
I mean, it's, it could be a couple of different things, but honestly, you know, it's a range like, and it depends on if somebody laid it down themselves and erosion and all sorts of weird stuff. I've actually watched a whole bunch of HGTV. So I consider myself a little bit of an expert in, in this uh, field. Mm. And dude, those guys, man, they, they'll let random power lines just be like right at sort of surface layer stuff. You just cover it with sand. Oh, well, dude, so if, actually, you dig a, if you're digging in the yard, here's like a good little 411 and you start, you know, seeing sand being dug up, stop because that's power lines. Well, you got to call 811. Is it 811 or 311? Sure. Yeah, it's, it's 811. Um, in Colorado, it's 811. When I just had the, uh, yeah, to all of our out-of-state listeners to Adventures in Dabbing, <laughs> look with your local government to find it. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I know there's nothing in the back because I just had the fence replaced. And it's funny because they called 811. Mm-hmm. They were like permits. And I'm like, okay, bro, that sounds good. Um, and then they finished the fence. And then one day later, the Excel guy came out and flagged my yard. And I was like a little late on that, homie. <laughs> Day late, dollar short. That's what my dad would have said. Like, there's no power lines in my backyard. There were like little red flags in the front yard. I'm like, yo, they're not even up here. Why are you putting flags? And he goes, got to do the whole yard. And I was like, okay, 811 guy, like, good for you. But yeah, like they finished the fence in like three days. And like two days later, the Excel guy showed oh up. God, and I was like, well, amazing. Thank God that there was no power lines in the back of those guys. <laughs> would have been bad news, man. Yeah, because you use like some serious digging power tools. You don't, you don't even know what you're digging up at the time. Nah, who knows what's going on with that? So, yeah, the kids try to dig a hole and now they planted grass. Now they're tending grass. Dude, like, that I, sounds really fun. I'm I, I'm sad they didn't make the tunnel all the way through. Mm, now, I did they know, do you think they did the thing where they were like peeking through the little fence or were they like trying to hop up on oh, the no, trampoline so, to like jump over and like see if they positioned it right or what? Now, this fence on that the side of my house where that fence is, it's um an iron bar fence. Oh, uh, okay. So you can see through it. Yeah, it's weird because like the people who lived here before me had a flower garden, and apparently, like the way the sun sets in conjunction in my house, in relation to my house, if they have that iron bar fence there, then the flowers would get more sun. So they convinced the neighbors that live there to put this iron fence up, and then they moved out, and we moved in, and then the neighbors moved out, and the new neighbors moved in. But now we both have kids that are friends, so we just have kind of elected, works. you know, just leave the <laughs> fence up so they can play through the fence. Like it's fine. At some point. I don't know, man. I wouldn't mind a real fence, but like the kids play through the fence all day. So like, I think it'd be pretty crappy of me if I'm like, yeah, you know how you play with your friends through the fence? That game's now done. Like I'm building a real fence. So (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I would have let them, but the damage could have been like, dude, what if I would have had to call that fence company again and be like, my kids dug a tunnel under the fence and (laughs) tried to fix it. Like, what would that cost, dude? I don't know. More than it's worth to fix probably that's when you're doing ninja night missions to like go dig up dirt somewhere and fill up your car so you can go do like weird dumps dump truck stuff why we're since we're in funny story mode today and we're keeping because we talked about something serious last episode i feel like so we're gonna have nothing but fun today Mm -hmm. um my dad's a hoarder i hope my parents don't listen sorry dad (laughs) um and he wants to get solar one this all relates to something you said put stuff in the car um he wants to get solar because he wants to get a an electric car okay let's get an electric car i am so sorry i'm stomping all over your story here 
Yeah. Is that a real normal thing? Because I have that weird urge too. I want to do solar just so I can get a solar car. Yeah, he he wants it. That's his thing. And we told him, like, I'm like, dude, you retired, man. Like, you should get a te- if you want to get a Tesla, get a Tesla, dude. Like, you worked your whole life. Uh-huh. Plus, hopefully, they'll start auto driving eventually, and then it'll be better for my, you know, sanity to know that my dad's being driven around by an Elon Musk robot. Anyway. Um, but they, he has like tons of stuff in his garage. And I was like, dog, I just need, you need to get this. And he's heavy into recycling, which I like, I think I respect it. Right. But like he, there's a recycling place by the house, but it only services Denver. And he lives in Arapahoe County. And he was, like, I, he goes, I can't drive it up there. Cause I don't live in Denver. And I was like, I don't think they're checking your IDs. I don't think they would check the IDs of an 80 year old dude, like dropping off some newspaper. I don't think that's going to happen, but still he's like, nah, I don't want to do it. Like, and I'm like, well, I live in Denver. Like, why don't I just go with you? And we could be like, it's from my crib. And then I inadvertently. Now I'm in charge of cleaning out my dad's garage by saying that. So that's well done. Well I done. I know. Like I inadvertently volunteered to be the recycling guy because now he's like, <laughs> what, are, what are we going to do recycling? Can you pull down the seats in the, your Subaru? Take the car seats out. We've got some cardboard. And I'm like, oh, my God. Between oh, dude. The- is he like hoarder status where he's got like a stack of cardboard where he could, yeah, where he could be parking his car in the garage? Yes, that's exactly. You know what, though? <laughs> you know what, dude? My garage looks like that, too. And I think I get it from him. We had this bad pandemic thing. <laughs> where bro so we have the bikes and my daughter's really in a bike ride and i was bike riding mm-hmm. and i keep me i think i even have the hooks to like drill into the wall to hang the bikes on the wall of the garage and i yeah. just never done it so one car is always out in the driveway but like during the <sighs> pandemic we have a lot of amazon and a lot of things and like it's tough like you get stuff and you're like i'll take care of this this weekend and i just chuck the cardboard box in the garage sure and now there's like a mountain of cardboard in my garage and I look at it all the time and I'm like, damn, man. And then like whatever recycling comes every other week, I'll go out there and break down like a box or two and then put it in the little bin, the purple bin and put it on there. I'm like, I'm doing my part. But like my garage is like that. I have a hoarding problem in my garage, man. So, I mean, maybe I should not focus on his garage and start on my garage first. You, you know, what's funny, man. And this is, this is a little telltale about me is that I have hoarder tendencies. Like I totally will hold on to stuff because it means something to me. And I just, that feeling when you find whatever it is that you just, you know, hid away for five years and you're like, oh my God, this is great. And then you put it right back in the same spot and forget about it. Yeah. That is so much of a trigger for me where I'm just like, oh, it's so great because I found whatever it was that I was hiding. Well, um, my wife is not, and she's really an expert throw stuff away kind of a person. Mm. So I tend to not actually find a lot of the stuff that I'm hoarding away because of that. But I say all of that not to, you know, explain my dynamic with my wife, but more so to say that it's really important to me that I can park both my cars in the garage. I like for some reason, my parents did this and my grandparents did this. Like, it seems like everybody in my lineage did this and it just, it baffled my mind. It's like, why would you let junk pile up in the garage if you could park your car in there and then you don't have to scrape it down. Like in Colorado, you have to scrape your car down and stuff, dude. I like, it doesn't make sense. I will throw anything in the garage away at any point in time, even though I have those hoarder tendencies because the feeling of like driving away, and then seeing other cars on the road that are like not covered in snow being like, they get it. 
they got it. <laughs> I don't know. Bro, it's just something for me. What are you doing this weekend? You're going to come help me break down some cardboard dude, in the garage. Dude, we, Let's we go. got this sneezing in each other face, you know, vaccine. So we're good, bro. We I need make to make that happen. You're, now I, you said it like that, and I feel it, dude, because my dad's garage was like this, too. And now my garage is like this. And if I don't fix it, my kid's garage is going to be like that. Someday. And I tell you what, dude, like it is important to fix it because it feels so good when you take, when you go from driving outside and all cold and like that first half hour and you have to scrape and snow on your shoes and stuff to just like you're underdressed because you had to, like you were in the garage and you just drove over all the snow that you didn't even scrape off the, the sidewalk. Like, dude, it is the best feeling ever, man. Well, podcast is done. I'm going to go clean my uh, garage. <laughs> no. Uh, but I will tell you about another hoarder thing that really gets me. And I, right. I bet you, you'll probably have it. We'll get into it. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Duncan. A bright and balanced full bodied blend brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard oh. or rehung. Enjoy a medium, hotter, iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Coming up next. You know what is tough for me, man? And my wife has to be the thrower. Like your wife, my wife's the thrower away. Like, are we a little playroom area for the kids? Uh-huh. And, like, I cannot emotionally function with that you know what i mean like she's like we're gonna get rid of this and i'm like i remember one time my daughter played with that when she was four yeah dude oh my god Stuff and like it like that. it tugs at my heartstrings i'm like if we get rid of that we're getting rid of part of her childhood and it's, dude, it's crazy dude i need to i need to not be in that you know this doesn't help us at all because we are the same person but i originally so when when i just had my son who's our first we were like getting all these stuffies from the grandparents, like tons. Mm. And they kept buying the same one, which I thought was really strange. So like we had like eight Pooh Bears and, you know, he did this thing, you know, my son where he would like bite and drool on, on Pooh Bear's face. And so it's all like frumpy and missing some of the fuzz and like gross and disgusting and all this stuff. So we tried getting him to use a second one and he finally did. He hooked onto a second one and we were going to throw away the first one. And as I was like walking to the garage to throw it away, I was like, I can't get rid of this. This is his first stuffy, man. Like oh, I'm going to hold dude. on to this forever. And so I hid it away, you know, I sh and I totally would be in trouble for that. Well, it turns out that then he found it, you know, like a year later and he's like, it's my first baby, you know, or whatever he said he was too. So it wasn't like that, but that's what he meant. And he like grabbed it and he was so happy and he was like twirling around and biting on his nose. And I was like, see, this is why you keep everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, you and I are the same. It was so bad. Uh, so he has, I think we were trying to get rid of something that he hadn't played with in, in forever. Yeah. 
and my wife's like, he's never even looked at that. And I totally was like, dude, come look at this. And he was like, what? <laughs> and I like forced him to play with it. I was like, dude, play with this. Play with this now or it goes away forever. <laughs> dude, I see? I can't be involved. It's so bad that when my wife gets into like cleaning out the playroom type of situation, like maybe running some stuff to like the arc. Like I have to leave, dude. I like physically leave, you know, because yeah. I'll be like, we shouldn't get rid of that. They'll mm-hmm. su- someday they'll play with the alphabet stuff blocks again. And she's like, she's 11. She knows her alphabet. Like, you know what? <sighs> probably I'm probably uh, giving you tools of the trade with this one. But you know what she probably does is she probably gives you a box to look through so that you can like reminisce and be like, oh, she knows she's keeping that one box while she's like throwing truckloads of other boxes away in the back. Like <laughs> yeah. you, you don't even get to look at. That's what happens to me. She's, well, you know, my wife yeah. says, hey, why don't you look through these things and let's see if we can get rid of some of it, you know? So it's like my task and I take it all serious. And like, I the keep pile is almost everything and the throwaway is actual trash. And then I'm like, we'll just keep all of this. I'll find a spot. And then I'm like looking for spots. And then I'm like, look at all these great new spots that are here because all the junk is gone because she's thrown it all away. <laughs> Bro, it's so bad. You know, uh, I speaking of waxing nostalgia and things, I was, uh, oh my God, I was, I was replacing the light in my daughter's fan light thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. And dude, so I, up until last year, we had this thing where I would take her to Comic-Con like every year and the two of us would go. She dressed up like different things. Like we dress up, we have a good time. And then every year I try and get her something from like an independent artist. Cause like the first year she wanted like a Pokemon poster. And then I was like, well, instead of a Pokemon poster, like, look, here's this person that drew like little Pokemon pictures. They did it themselves. She was really into it, but it was the same thing. Like I was on my chair and I looked and we have this like little, she framed it, but it's a little, whoever the girl from Pokemon is, is catching the duck. I don't know anything about it. (laughs) The duck that Psyduck, I think it's name. Like it sprays like psychedelic things. I don't know anything about it, dude. Yeah. But like, I was like, oh, and my daughter was like, yeah, you got, we got that together at at Comic-Con like three years ago. And I was like, oh, so I'm excited. Let's get vaccinated and go back to Comic Con maybe this year. Dude, you think that's gonna that be, would be? I don't know when. When was Comic Con? I feel I like it know. was now. Yeah, maybe. And also, like, there's a lot of. Un- I always feel like I would get sick going to Comic Con in normal times. Like, I don't know. We may need like a booster shot of vaccine. Nothing against the Denver Comic Con because I love you guys and 100 support it. But like, I may it was, get a- it was pretty cramped. Dude, I might have to get that. a booster vaccine. I I have the Pfizer. I have to get some some Modena put in me. Before <laughs> I, go. I, 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 I just I, need another one. Just just unconventional. On, I get a third third dose vaccine just so I can go to Comic Con, bro. Oh my god, that would actually uh, be really funny. Some of my some of my oh man, I I had so much fun at Comic Con, and actually there was other cons. Did you ever go to? Um, Oh, it's like RPG Con or something like that. It's no. like this little one that was just down in DTC. And dude, it was like tiny. There was like maybe 20 or 30 tables. So it was just, it was like a budding, you know, community. And it was all like steampunk stuff. And dude, some of the vendors at that place, like, you know, you have custom game machines for like PCs and like, you know, hand-tooled leather jackets that were like $500. Like, dude, I mean, there was some really... There was some really good talent at that thing. Like I like that almost better than Comic-Con because Comic-Con get, you do feel like you're going to get sick. Cause you're just like, you are like 
it's crowded, Cramped. dude. It's gotten big. Was it at that Marriott that was like right over the bridge from the old radio yeah. station? Yeah, yeah. So I have a story, and I'm not trying to call myself woke. What is it? I'm not virtual. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not virtual signaling people. Anything. I know it's virtual. I'm not virtue signaling anybody. But we were in a meeting, and they were like, "Yeah, there's some sort of convention going on there." And one of my former bosses was like, "Hey." Why don't you bring like the video camera, your video audio recorder, and go see if you can get some good audio from these people, right? Yeah. And they're like, right. there's a bunch of people dressed up like stuffed animals over there. Like, go see oh, what you can God. get. So I'm like, all right, man. So I went, I was with this intern, and we went over there, and there were furries, dude. It was a furry convention, right? And Ooh. bro, he we went in, and this dude was like, Hey, like, welcome to FurCon 2015 or whatever it was. And yeah. um, he was like, can I help you? And I flashed my business card and I was like, yo, I work, I work for Fox. Like I just came to maybe get some audio. We were just kind of curious because we saw you guys watch walking around and like the whole intention of sending me was to be mean. Right. I mean, that's why they picked me. Like they wanted me to go and find an angle, but like, you know what? Those people were super like welcoming and like open about it. And they were like, are you curious about our lifestyle? And I was like, well, yeah, I guess. And they explained <laughs> it to me. And I was like, that's awesome. You don't have diapers, right? And they're like, no, nah, it's not weird. They're like, <laughs> they were like the weird, like deviant is like a subsect of the people that want to dress up like Pokemon characters, right? Uh-huh. So I came back and I was like, you know, I didn't get anything. And my boss was like, You spent all afternoon there and you got nothing. And I was like, I got nothing, bro. I got nothing to use. Like, cause I didn't want to trash those people. Like they were they're already like a little subsect of culture. I mean, yeah. the amount the amount of people that dress up like stuffed animals is small. Yeah. Like, why would I turn our giant media company? I didn't want to turn these people into a joke, man. Like, they're yeah. they're not hurting anybody. They were in like ballroom C at the Marriott Tech Center, yeah. dressed up like Pokemon characters, hanging out with each other because that's their community, dude. That's I, honestly, dude. They, that's what I love about that con culture mm-hmm. is like, uh, and I've gone to a ton because of, you know, used to working over, you know, at the radio station and it was either they were my client or I was just trying to get in, or I was just a promotions assistant. And I, you just walk right past people as a promotions assistant. They're like, well, they must work here or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, dude, I, I had so much fun no matter what it was. And I've been to like, I've gone to conventions that it's like crazy sex convention stuff. You know what I mean? Just to go and like hang out and see. And again, it's the same as you just said, where it's super welcoming. Everybody's like, Hey, come on in. This is going to be great. You're a part of the community. Yeah, dude. I couldn't do it. I couldn't be. I was like, man, we gotta leave these people alone. Here they are just hanging out in a little ballroom. Like, role-playing something i don't know like you can't mess with that dude it's none of my business man oh also i i have an update this i know this one's been all over the place but i think this feels really good remember a couple episodes ago when i told you i had to quit playing valorant because people were mean to me yeah well dude i was playing some more valorant yesterday or maybe it was day before yesterday Mm -hmm. i don't remember it's before we played rust whenever i've noticed like there's a lot of Follow, follow me through all the way on this one, okay? Okay. There's a lot of girls that play Valorant. And I've noticed, like, there's a weird culture thing in there. And I don't know if it's because the characters of the game are, like, weird anime people. Huh. But, like, we were playing, and it was the opposite of the toxic I had experienced. Like, I was playing, and, like, someone's like, that was a nice try. Next time, we're going to do better. 
And I was like, what the hell? Like, people are all like, yeah. That's awesome. Like, people were like, Gerbil, you're doing a great job. Maybe stay over here next time and we can do better. I'm like, what the, what kind of video game is this? Like, there's like a weird, like, happy place, like comforting thing going on in that game. Hey, I, I like, like that. I know. I had like three games like that. And then I had another one where a 14 year old told me I was blind. And I was like, man, I'm quitting this game. This game is stupid. <laughs> it is all over the place, man. Yeah, it's one, weird, man. One extreme is super toxic. The other's like, this is going to be great. You're doing yeah. well. You know, it turns out I like watching toxic gaming like on Twitch, but I don't particularly like playing toxic gaming anymore. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. I don't like playing in a game where people are going to yell at me. We, we've been playing, uh, league of legends <laughs> gerbil and i have and we're dude we're 500 when we're together incidentally i looked that up on the internet there's so like not, websites that track what it's we're not bad i mean now i'll take that because i am not i know no, no the other stats are not great for us dude like yeah I mean, we don't want to talk about any of the other yeah, ones but but we're that but um man it's toxic in there dude there's no <laughs> it's toxic there's like a, a text chat like you can't talk to people like you type to them and people were crazy in that game and they're crazy in that game you know and i feel bad because my son watches it i was watching somebody on twitch play it the other day my son's like that's a pretty cool game and i was like you can't play that game (laughs) and he was like why and i was like well one they track our stats on a website and i can't have you tanking my stats buddy that's (laughs) i told him i was like he's gonna be the one taking your stats he is dude yeah no and then i said too like the community is really really toxic so you know like i can't let you do it bro i let him play valorant the other day he doesn't play like the main game he plays like the deathmatch game where you just run around and this makes me sound like a horrible dad we just run around shooting each other yeah and he's actually really good at like keyboard mouse and i was like hey that's pretty good man like you're doing pretty good he's like yeah man i'm Gamer. I got this. I was like, yeah, man. But that's I, hilarious. I, I only let him play for a minute, and then I'm like, he can't play this because I'm still, we're still trying to hold on to that, like, no shooting, mm-hmm. even though they're cartoon character. Like, you know, it's a purple lady that shoots like purple light out of her head. The fact that she has a gun is still a no go. You know, right? I mean, dude, anytime, 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 my son is watching YouTube, and there's just like a hint of a gun, I'm like, hey, what is that? And then he like turns it off because he knows mm. like it. It's either that he doesn't see it or he does, and he's just trying to like see what's going on with it. Like it's now I've made it into a big thing, you know, which I you know I am mindful of because when you start like telling people no, and they want it almost it. drives it drives them towards it. I mean that's exa- dude that is my life. People have told me no all the time, and I'm like, you're gonna tell me no? I'm gonna go do this, and I'm gonna be better at it than you because you told yeah. me yeah. No. I have a problem with that too. Like I don't like being told that I can't do something because then yeah. I feel like I need to, it's not great in the business world. It's okay for us, but like it doesn't work <laughs> out great for you know, like at work where people wear dress shoes and khakis, <laughs> like that type of spirit is not encouraged as much as I wish it could be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Oh. I know, Dude. man. Someday we'll tell all those stories. Um, Real quick, I want to go through two. I want to go through two things. So one no, is, uh, are you looking ahead at summer, thinking like what? Like, do you do like a summer gift for the kids? Like something to do outside. Here's here's why I bring this up. So we just bought these really cool things. Actually, you know those rock climbing holds. Like in Colorado, oh, yeah. they're they're all sure, over sure. the 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 place on playgrounds and stuff. 
Yeah. Well, there's this toy where you just essentially tightrope them around a tree and then you can climb the tree easier because you got all these rock climbing holds that you can kind of climb up on. Oh, that's neat. Meant for kids. So it's not going to hold me, you know. Have and you tried? I, I did and it didn't hold me. So, you oh, know, follow the I, manufacturer. I just want to say, like, I wonder there. if you follow it. <laughs> It was That's my first awesome. thing. I strapped it in and I'm like, I can go trim it. Like I did the dad thing. I'm like, now I can trim the top of the tree. And I'm all like climbing up. And then like one of them broke. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> and now but, they're going to look. Every time they play, they're going to be like, That's the one that dad broke. <laughs> uh, good. Luckily, I had a whole bunch of those uh, those ties because I oh. weird like that. And I have a bunch of those to like strap stuff to my Jeep. So that my Jeep doesn't have anything to really hold anything on the top. Oh my God. That was my cat. Um, but I'll strap like stuff to it. And like, I'll, you'll see, it's like, it's like, you just see a mountain of stuff with like one strap on there. But if you look closely, there's a whole bunch of other ties and stuff on it. Anyway, um, I digress. So what we did is we got that for my son and for my daughter, who's a little too young for it, but like, it was kind of like a group gift for them. And, uh, and I'm trying to encourage them to do both trampoline and this like, you know, rock climbing the tree thing, which really, seems quite dangerous for how young they actually are. <clears throat> and also I'm afraid of heights. So like, I'm not going to go up there if they get stuck. <laughs> They'll get down. Kids are Brazilian. That's really cool that you did that. You know, we usually yeah. get a water toy of some sort. Like yeah. we could get a blob. I've seen those like uh -huh. big water blobs what is on that? the side. It sprays water on it. And you can run and slide across it. Problem huh. with water toys is like, they seem to be fun for like one weekend. And then the kids are like, now nah, we're done. And I'm like, dude, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just maybe that's just my kids but you know we'll set up i'm like look we got this incredibly complex water system that will create slides for you and they're like cool and they'll play with it like one saturday and they're like nah we're gonna play minecraft peace out um yeah i don't do that that's a good idea though maybe we should get an activity yeah activity or like i you know i was thinking about it and if if we hadn't just gotten uh you know the the gift that we got we probably would have gotten them bikes like new bikes like my my bike for my son's a little small but i think he's got one more summer on it so we'll see well we got my daughter a bike last summer actually because she was too big for it she's like i really want a bike and her friends were biking mm -hmm. and since it was all coveted out we thought it was good for them to hang out in the parks so we got a bike and she yeah. rides the crap out of it man i mean she's like a she's like lance armstrong but with both nuts like she <laughs> loves riding that damn bike man i mean <laughs> She loves it. So I encourage that. Like if she outgrows the bike, we will just get her another bike right away. You know what she said to me the other day made me super nostalgic. Actually, it all wraps it together and like a summer gift. So when it, there, there was a period of time when I was doing mornings and middays at the Fox and yeah. my wife was working from 4 p.m. to like 1 a.m. or something like that or 2 a.m. Like yeah. she was working four tens. So like four days out of the week, I would leave work and my daughter and I would just hang out like all day and we had nothing to do so we got a zoo membership and there was a period of time where we would go to the zoo like two three times a week man because she That's was little awesome. and we would yeah. just go hang out and walk around the zoo and she told me the other day she's like you know what i miss just going to the zoo with you all the time and i was like oh no dude. so now i'm gonna go buy a zoo membership and make there some time go, during the week gotta make sure we work from home forever because i'm gonna need to take my kids to the zoo like what i mean dude, that's important you know what it i is. mean it is like go look at some giraffes and stuff and yeah and whatever else and zebras. when you when you have the membership you could just go see the one or two things and then bounce so you, Bro, listen, like you don't have to are, waste the whole day 
I do not know what the demographics of our podcast look like, but if there are young parents out there that have like really little kids, let me tell you, like outside of take COVID out of the, out of the conversation really quick, but like through our kids lifetime, we've had like the botanical gardens, the art museum, the natural history museum and the zoo memberships to all of them. Maybe not all at the same time. I think we only did like the botanical gardens for one because we didn't use it a whole lot, but like we used the crap out of the natural history museum and Mm -hmm the zoo membership and the problem is particularly the zoo i mean particularly with the zoo if you go just like on a one-off then it's expensive bro and you feel like you need to get your dollars worth (laughs) you know like you go and you're like well we don't go to the zoo very often so then you know like you go see half the zoo and the kids cranky and they're crying and you're uh, you know you want to go home but no we can't go home until we see the polar bear exhibit and it becomes like a weird dynamic where you're like we're not gonna leave until we see the lions or something crazy well and they make it that way too because it's it's like a big circle so when you start you walk in and then you kind of feel obligated to kind of go around whereas the natural history museum is good one because you can walk in and it branches off immediately if you're just going for like if you go for like the kids section which has like the dig space and the touching of the toys and the water and the whatever like you go right there you hang out for a bit and then you leave it's like going to the playground Listen, getting the membership is genius because there's a zoo, like the zoo all over the place. Like we would hang out and they're like, when I had both kids and they're like, ah, cranky. I'm like, let's go to the zoo for a little bit. And they're like, wow, let's go. We would drive and like, let's look at the zebra donkeys. I don't know what they're called. They're donkeys, but they have like striped legs. Yeah. Zebra donkeys. So I'm like, let's go check out the zebra donkeys. And like, we would look at the zebra donkeys and then look at a panda. There's no pandas. We look at some monkeys. And then we bounce. Yeah. That's it. No commitment. The only commitment would be commuting up to the city park. That's it, dude. Yeah. And the same thing with the museum. You know, we would go to the museum, we drive up there, and I'm like, damn, it's crowded. Let's not go. No commitment, you know? Yeah. And it's worth it, man. Plus, you're supporting the arts and you're supporting the animals, man. I'm a huge proponent of both places. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good membership, either one, honestly. Hmm. Oh. Cool, yeah. man. Well, dude. Episode 50 in the can. Here's to 50 more. And honestly, I can't wait till we have enough downloads to justify grabbing a beer with everybody. Um, Yeah, I can't wait for that either. Me, you, and Carl are going to be hanging out at Dymo Brewery <laughs> and Lightning and my wife. That's everybody. I mean, who else is there? There's the core. There's plenty of people out there. If you are out there listening, make sure you uh, like and subscribe to our podcast. It helps our numbers and keeps, it keeps us good gauge on what's going on out there. Uh, you can follow me on all the socials. I am at Hey Colfax on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Man, look how nice that is. I'm Gerbil G3 R B I L and underscore in real life. You'll find me. Yeah, you'll find it, dude. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. Thanks for listening. Adventures to Daily. Bye. Hot and iced Sunrise Batch Coffee from Dunkin'.
A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend. Brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.